Happy Monday, wrong thinkers. Welcome to Unsafe Space. You're watching Kofefi Break, which is a live show we do every Monday and Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Today's some kind of day. Monday, September 20th. I'm Carter. Carrie will be joining shortly. She's just running a little bit of a little bit late. Um, welcome. As a reminder, we are broadcasting today from the Clips channel, but the best way to find us, as always, is by going to unsafespace.com. Everything's embedded there, so when we're live, we're always live from unsafespace.com. So no matter who bans us, we will be there. Um, we're also on Odyssey. Utreon apparently kicks ass, so hi if Utreon people are watching. Uh, I've been meaning to reach out, but Beverly says they're awesome, so we're there as well. Um, you can't do Super Chats from our embed on our main page, though. you got to actually go watch on YouTube. Unfortunately, we'll try and fix that later. Um, and hopefully this is our last episode on the Clips channel for a little while. Hopefully we'll be switching back to the main channel soon. Uh, also, as a reminder, uh, there is some kind of spooky uh, apparition on apparition on, on Twitter called the Ghost of Unsafe Space. You might want to check it out. Uh, it's underscore unsafe space. Uh, seems to talk about us a lot. Also, best way to help us out, aside from supporting us, by going to unsafespace.com and giving us some fiat currency. The best way, the second best way is to press that subscribe button. Um, jab it, mandate it, whatever the right verb for you is. Uh, press the subscribe button. Okay. Um, let's see, before Carrie gets here. Oh, we did have book club yesterday, by the way. We, we discussed uh, Neuromancer by William Gibson. I think it was kind of a me response from most people, but you can watch that if you want. Our next book is Texit, which I don't have in front of me, but it's called Texit by Daniel Miller. It is like Brexit, but with barbecue or biscuits and gravy. Um, and that will be on October 24th. So if you want to start that book, you can do that. You can always uh, join book club by posting in Facebook or sending an email to speak at unsafespace.com. The one after that is Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. We haven't picked a date, but if you want to get a start on that, you can. So, welcome everyone. Uh, I see everyone in chat. Howdy. Um, I am going to, maybe since Carrie's not here, I do want to talk about, actually do want to talk about some Vax and COVID stuff a little bit. Oops, I said the words I wasn't supposed to. Uh, I want to talk about something unrelated to that. Um, but I've been hesitant to kind of talk about this stuff generally because I don't know about a lot of you guys, but I'm pretty burnt out on a lot of this crap. Uh, and so I thought I would tell a quick story about why I'm burnt out and, and maybe see if other people relate to this. And I was trying to figure out a way to an analogy for all this. So the following story is uh, <laughs> not true but metaphorically true, as they say. Um, so I'm, I'm having dinner in a restaurant uh, with my wife. It's a really long dinner. It lasts for like two years. Um, but at the beginning of the dinner, uh, this orange guy stands up in the middle of the restaurant and he yells, something's wrong with the food. Um, you know, hey, maybe you should put some salt on, put a lot of salt on the food. Uh, that'll fix it. I don't know what's wrong with the food, but something's wrong. I don't exactly know how to fix it, but I think salt will help. And, you know, I turned to the waiter and I'm like, hey, should we 
be worried about this food. And the waiter's like, gosh, that's just, that guy's just biased against some of the ingredients in the food. Screw him. Too much salt's kind of inconvenient and it doesn't taste good. It'll ruin the taste of the beautiful food. Don't waste your time listening to him. And so I'm like, okay, I won't, I won't put too much salt in my food. I heard this guy was crazy already. Uh, but then a little while later, the waiter comes back and he says, I'm sorry, guys, I actually... Uh, this is a huge crisis. There's something really wrong with the food. And, like, it's deadly to some people. It's, like, very deadly, though. Uh, and, actually, it is the orange guy's fault. The food is his fault. And um, there's something really wrong. And, actually, you should you should put salt on the food, lots of salt. And he should have been telling you that earlier. Uh, and we say, okay. Um, so, you know, we start to salt our food. And the orange man stands up, and he addresses the whole restaurant and he says, hey everyone, my friend Charles Shaw and I, we're gonna brew up a quick wine, a batch of wine that's gonna fix the problem, it's gonna counteract this problem. It'll be ready really soon, you know, don't worry. And so I'm like, oh good, like, you know, I don't wanna keep putting salt on this food and this is, this is I was getting worried, maybe I have to stop eating. And the waiter says, uh, no, 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 <laughs> don't drink any wine that guy offers you. He's, he is insane, he's an insane man. Wine can't possibly solve this problem. There's no way we could get wine done this soon enough. It's never been done. It's not possible. He's crazy. He's just a shill for two buck chuck, right? He's just trying to sell cheap wine. He's he's not on your side. Just don't listen to him. Forget about the wine. Stick with the salt. Forget about the wine, okay? Screw the wine. Later, um, oh, also, I guess, <laughs> I guess there's another, uh, Avenue I could have put in there, but I'll skip it. Anyway, so later the, wait, the waiter comes along and says, uh, okay, we got rid of that obnoxious orange man in the middle of the restaurant. Don't worry. Um, he's gone. You never have to deal with him again. Also, by the way, uh, we have some two-buck chuck that we've brewed up in the back. Um, drinking it will totally fix your problem. It's solved. Uh, have our two-buck chuck. And, you know, I'm like, you know, no thanks. You know, I'm going to take my risks here. Food seems fine. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to. I'm okay. So the waiter goes away. And the waiter comes back a little while, you know, 20 minutes later. All right, guys, how about now? Do you want some of that wine? Um, you know, we've tested it on the kitchen rats. They seem mostly fine. Table nine's good. We, you know, they're mostly okay. We tested it on them. Seems all good. Let's go. We also have three flavors now. You'll like, they're all great. We're sure that they will fix the problem. So have some wine. And, you know, I look at my wife and we look at each other and let the waiter. And we're like, yeah, we're good for now. We're going to see how table nine does in the long run and you know we'll assess our risk you know from what we can tell most people getting sick on this food are older and have other comorbidities so we're you know we're just we're, we're good now so the waiter kind of leaves in a huff like fine whatever right he comes back like five minutes later hey have you had some wine yet he's getting like increasingly in our face and aggressive have you had some wine yet uh you know and we're like no not yet you know I'm considering it, you know, seriously considering it. I've been reading about the wine, uh, thinking about my risks, uh, but we're not, we're not sure. And the waiter starts screaming at us, you know, only slack-jawed idiots don't have wine. You're like, he points to this old lady in the corner of the restaurant. You're literally killing her if you don't have wine. Trust the science. And he's th throwing wine in our faces. And, you know, we're refusing, so he storms off in a huff. Uh, and, you know, I turn to the, the, there's a table next to us, and I, I say to the guy, like, hey, this waiter's 
He's pushing wine quite a lot. You know, what's up with that? And this guy's like, well, you know, I think he's got an ulterior motive. Uh, you know, my friend, my friend worked in the wine industry for a while, and I don't think, I don't think they can make these statements that they're making about this wine. I, I think there's something else going on here. And while he's explaining this, the waiter rushes over, and he starts screaming at the guy, "How dare you! Right? Uh, how dare you speak about out about the wine?" And he, he has two bodyguards with him, and they bind the man up and they kick him out of the restaurant. And the waiter gets up on a table and he stands and talks to everyone. He says, listen, it's now prohibited to speak ill of the wine or the motives of the vinter or the sommelier. Um, and it's also, by the way, you also get kicked out for saying that the food is not completely deadly. Uh, and so, you know, it's a little startling. So we kind of go back to our conversation. We're kind of getting sick of this at this point. We're like, just shut up. We just want to sit here and eat and have our dinner. But not two minutes go by. The guy's getting like more frequently interrupting us now. The waiter comes back over. He interrupts the conversation that we're having. Uh, and and he butts his head on our table and he says, you're not questioning the wine, are you? Uh, and, you know, we look and we say, no, we're, you know, we're just, like I said before, we're just weighing our risk factors. We'd like to little learn a little more about uh, about the wine. He says, uh, well, because you're, I'm gonna, I'll kick you out of the restaurant. If you're questioning the wine, you're out. You're, I'm kicking you out of the restaurant. restaurant. Uh, and I was like, no, you know, like, look, we're, we're, we just, we just want some facts. And he said, also, by the way, it's not true that the wine is poison. Um, and there are no bad side effects. And don't you listen to anyone who says there are side effects. And don't you listen to anyone that says it's poison. Even if they are vinters or sommeliers or experts, you better not listen to them. And, you know, I turned to the guy and I said, well, didn't, you know, didn't that grape farmer just say he was concerned about something? And the waiter's like, you shut up. You shut up or I'm kicking you out. Um, I said, all right. And, and then the waiter says, oh, by the way, he goes away. He comes back like a minute later, interrupts us again. And he says, oh, by the way, because you haven't had the wine, you get the reduced menu. Everything on the menu is mac and cheese. And I said, oh, my God, this kind of, I mean, I like mac and cheese, I guess, but this kind of sucks. So like, you know, I, this doesn't also seem very healthy. Um, and he scoffs. He's like, it's for your own good, you moron. And he, you know, he stomps off. But this kind of stuff continues, and it gets to the point where I can't even have a conversation with my wife. The guy's literally standing at my table screaming at us constantly about whatever we're talking about. He's worried that we're talking about COVID. He's yelling at us. He's telling us, not COVID, sorry, wine. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's yelling at us saying, like, how, you know, you're not talking about the wine, are you? You're not, you're not talking about the illness. You're not saying it's, you know, not great, right? Um, and he's screaming and he's getting he's getting more upset and you know we're trying to have this conversation and he's literally yelling at us Nicki Minaj is tweeting about the wine don't listen to Nicki Minaj right and we're like who the hell is Nicki Minaj like why why do you care um so eventually we, we get to the point where we just start ignoring this whole business about the wine and the alleged problem with the food um we kind of lost interest in figuring out whether the wine actually does anything good or not or whether the stories about the wine are true and like the whole mess has just become so distasteful that we start really wanting to talk more about hey do you think the people in the loud lounge would want to secede from the restaurant with us or maybe we can escape to the taco truck across the street like those that's the kind of the conversation that we've turned to we stopped worrying about you know at first we were thinking about well maybe the wine is right for us and now we're kind of like, just shut up about the wine. How do we, you know, escape to the taco truck or whatever? So 
that's been my experience. Um, it's unrelated to COVID, but uh, obviously. But um, that's where I am. So when people are like, people send us stuff all the time. They're like, oh, did you see this? Did you see that? Did you see, you know, there's a spike proteins or this or that, or blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I just don't care. I'm stopped listening. And, and maybe that's irrational, and, and I don't, but I don't think it is because we know we're relatively low risk and we're just tired of this crap. We're just tired of it. Uh, there's other things in life other than worrying about the wine. Um, so that's where I've been generally. So I haven't been, I haven't been covering any of this coof stuff. Um, if someone wants to know how it ends, yeah, I'd like to know how it ends too, Judson. Uh, maybe it ends with an escape to the taco truck or the lounge or the smoking section, Sissies. I'm dating myself. There's no smoking sections anymore. Um, anyway, so so I I have normally, like, people will send things like, oh, did you read about this study? Did you read about that? Did you see this? Um, and I just, you know, I, I'm, honestly, I'm, just, I'm not interested. I don't care. But something did happen over the weekend that is this uh and that is related to this and i'm gonna talk about it and i know we're on the clips channel so i guess i guess there could be a strike for this but i'm gonna say this very clearly to youtube censors i'm just gonna report the actual news i'm not gonna comment on it at all i'm just gonna report the news um so here we go here's the news um, actually, maybe Beverly can even pull this up. Beverly, can you pull up? There's a list in Notion that says from Jason, and it's the very first one. There's a series of four photos. Uh, I'll introduce it while you're pulling that up. So there was a hearing. It was Friday. I don't remember what day. Oh, Carrie's here. Hi. Hi, Carrie. Um, we're about to introduce the subject. We're about to talk about the... Um, well, firstly, I just want to say the coof. I don't drink wine uh, anymore, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm more You're of a sparkling, sparkling water gal. Yes, uh, I had to go see a man. I'm sorry, I'm late. I had to see a man about a horse pill, and uh, just it took a bit longer to go to get it than I thought. But I'm willing to drive for it. So. Anyway, well, that's what happened. Uh, that's what happened this morning. Stop taking horse pills. I heard. <laughs> I heard it was very bad. <laughs> to be uh, clear, I'm not taking anything that is prescribed for that was prescribed for a horse. So. Oh. Okay. Um, <clears throat> or or fish tank cleaner. Those right. Apparently, can't take that either. Right. Uh, so I don't know if you hold the whole, heard the whole story, but I want to talk about. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about COVID for a minute. But I'm gonna talk about it. I and you know I don't think we'll get a strike. But okay. do the first the first photo, um, Beverly. Just just click on it. You don't have to zoom. There you go. Uh, I, but I'm gonna do it. I want. I think I, we can just do it from a very uh, just reporting. I don't. We don't have to. We don't have to comment on this actually. So at the end of last week, the FDA had a, a panel. Um, discussion it's on youtube you can watch this it's still on youtube um as far as i know and they wanted to discuss the idea of boosters booster shots for the vax and they 
let this guy speak. His name is Steve Kirsch. I don't know who he is. He says, Executive Director, COVID-19 Early Treatment Fund. Sounds bad, because early treatment is apparently not something you're allowed to even do. So he's probably signaling that he's a wrong thinker right away. And he presents these slides to the FDA panel. First slide here says, Pfizer vaccine kills more people than it saves. Now, granted, I'm, I'm not saying anything about whether these are true or false. I'm saying what he presented. This is what he presented. Pfizer vaccine kills more people than it saves. I was kind of shocked to see a slide presented like that, allowed allowed to be presented. So go to the next next one, Beverly. Okay, so he starts talking about this excess death to life ratio. And he starts saying that, um, so, but so by the way, there's this there's this thing called uh, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, V-A-E-R-S, if you see it anywhere, um, which is where I think he's getting some of this data. And when, when they're doing studies or whatever, or even when a vaccine is rolled out, they report uh, health events that happen after. And, you know, correlation is not causation, blah, 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 but they, they report, they record these so they can statistically compare them to other stuff. So he, he puts this up and, and he says, uh, hey, there's these excess deaths um, that the vaccines are causing. And he looks at the Pfizer one after six months and says it's five, the ratio is five deaths to one. Um, he says if you take the VAERS data, it's two to one, two deaths for every life saved. And if booster in the nursing home, it's six to one. And he makes these claims. He says uh, VAERS shows heart attacks happen 71 times more in, I think he's talking about adolescent men, like or young, young men. Um, heart attacks happen 71 times more often with the vaccine. That's weird. Uh, go to the next next one, Beverly. And so he explains his calculation. He says he's assuming a 90% death reduction from the vaccine. Uh, so he calculates lives saved. Uh, now, look, you can argue with some of these calculations, and, and I'll get to that in a minute. But And, and then he says, okay, but this is how many people uh, were killed that according to VAERS, you wouldn't ex like look like extra deaths from the vaccine. Okay, go to the next slide. This is the last one. And he talks specifically about nursing homes then and saying, hey, like in, you know, this booster stuff, the death to life ratio is, is, is high. I mean, obviously you want it to be less than one, not six to one. You want it to be one to six or something like that or better. Um, I don't want to get into the validity of any of this because I don't know. I didn't, I mean, I looked at, there are some studies that support what he says. I'm not going to get into the validity of those studies. You can take that off the screen, Beverly. Uh, but I will say this, as of this morning, I thought to myself, well, if this is fake news, if this needs to be fact-checked, if he's wrong, the internet will be abuzz with experts from the cathedral telling me why he's wrong why these studies are wrong, why it's not 71 times, why the death rate ratio isn't this, because this was on a YouTube. It's on YouTube. live stream. It was on YouTube. They will tell me. I mean, I'm sure Snopes will have 15 articles about how wrong this is, right? It's, it's crickets. No one's talking about this. No one. No one in the cathedral is explaining why this is wrong. And 
I think that is information in and of itself. And I, I, that's all I want to say about this. This guy said this at the FDA. By the way, the panel voted to not approve boosters for uh, people under 65. They did approve them for over 65. They voted to not approve boosters under 65. The Biden administration has said, wow, we don't actually have to listen to them. You know, trust the science is a thing we just say. Uh, but that's where we are right now. Um, and so they did approve, they did recommend the approval of it for 65 and over, but not for younger. Um, and like I said, I don't, maybe you guys can find some stuff. I looked this morning, you know, I, and I went to the cathedral websites. I went to Google, right? And I like, and I, you know, I typed in stuff like, you know, the guy's name. I typed in fact check stuff. I typed in uh, his his claims, nothing, nothing. I didn't see anything from the cathedral that was like, I would expected swaths of CNN articles and, and Snopes and everyone else telling me how wrong he was. Nothing. So take that just, for what what it means. And I'll be quiet. <laughs> they're just going to ignore it. That's all. Right. That's my point. <laughs> yeah. Come draw your own conclusions about why they may be ignoring it. <laughs> right. Right. Maybe they've learned about the Streisand effect. I don't know. But they're certainly not talking. about Yeah, it. I think they have. I think that's a, a, a tactic. It's a choice. So <clears throat> your decision whether to have that glass of wine with dinner or not. I can make a comment. All right, that's all I wanted to talk about with that. I wanted to tell my story, and unless I unless you have other COVID stuff, we don't have to talk about COVID. Anymore. Well, I just want to talk about something in your neck of the woods: the San Francisco mayor, London Breed. Oh, oh let me find these pictures of her partying. Oh, here they are. Yeah. So she was out partying with some Black Lives Matter founders, like some of the elite, and they were at a nightclub without masks. Yeah, dancing. actually, Beverly in Friday's Notion. In the Coffee Break notes, there is a link to pictures of her partying because I was going to talk about it on Friday, but I didn't. So I don't know if you want to find it and put it up, you can. But yeah, she totally went and partied with maskless. Yeah. And there's video of them, maskless. And then she has since, because the Post Millennial and a couple of other places covered it, she says uh, that she's shocked this is even a story and that she was there and she felt the spirit move. Uh, and so she danced and had a good time maskless and she's not going to apologize for it move her to mask unmask herself <laughs> well i'll tell you what the spirit didn't do the spirit did not move her to get rid of her city's mask mandate hmm. it just led her hmm. to violate it hmm. <laughs> but no word I want yet some of those that spirits. if you violate it could you is can you just say the spirit moved you like it did her or just you know Anyway, they were having a good old time. I thought that was uh, in the in just, in the. Uh, we should just put that in the. Some animals are more equal than other archives. Yeah, I just uh, San Francisco's always been really good at being. I mean, South Park's made episodes about it. We've always been really good about just being loving the smell of our own farts and snooty. Uh. It's just like yeah, it's like it's San Francisco. It's San Francisco, of course, of course. Um, do we, should we try and play that video that of her talking about it? 
Yeah, I'd like to see that. That's uh, that's her defending what she did. Also, okay. she's, you have to understand, Carter, even though the mandate is for everyone, whether you're vaccinated or not, she is one of the good people. She is vaccinated. So that, oh, I think she also person. believes that allows her to break her own mandate because... Because the vaccine works. And so why she's she not a horrible, right? awful person. Yeah. Oh, oh I <laughs> Like, good people. I see. I thought she was, a, yeah, she's a good person because she votes the right way also. Hold on for a second. Uh, let's see. Let's see if we can get the video to actually work today. Hopefully you see this, and hopefully the audio will work. Let's give it a shot. I had a good time at the Black Cat. And I think it's sad that um, this is even a story. Um, the fact is um, there was something that was really um, monumental that occurred. And that is yes. Tony, 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 the original members, the brothers, Raphael Sadiq what? and Dwayne Wiggins, who have not performed in the I believe, <laughs> years. They are just really... Um, some of the most incredible artists. Look how she makes this all about the musicians. If you disagree um, with, if you disagree with my hypocrisy, you don't, that you don't have respect for these musicians. Very unfortunate. Not to mention this. This reminds me. Trumpeteer Maurice Mobetta Brown, oh, he, who she's... is just phenomenal. These incredible oh. musicians. What is that? This is the whole thing. It's about the musicians. Really yes. The spirits of not just myself. And she felt the spirit. All the people who were there. So this and is like the Harvey perspective. I let, yeah, this is sort of like the Harvey Weinstein. Uh, I mean, Weinstein, Weinstein. This is sort of like the Harvey Weinstein defense where you just go into a long story about something unrelated. And what you're doing is this is, this is a really actually an interesting tactic to watch. It's, Instead of, it's, it's very, I mean, it's obvious. Ob I think it's obvious, but it works on a lot of people, I guess. Instead of answering the question, which is, is it not hypocritical that you broke your own mandate for the whole city of San Francisco? Instead, she's like moving the shells around. Let's talk about what's under this shell. Look at these beautiful, talented musicians I was here to support. Let's just talk about how great they are. First, you got this trumpet player, and then you got this guy on keys, and this guy's awesome. And if you don't like this guy, who's amazing, I mean, you're, something's wrong with you. Let's just get back to the point that how great these, that's sort of like the Harvey Weinstein. That's what he did during his uh, Me Too apologies. Like, yeah, I did this, but you know what? Guns are bad, and the NRA is bad. And you guys, I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life to like fixing the gun problem. Do you have any school shootings there were this year? Like, it's just like completely over here. And it's like, wait a minute. Suddenly you're like agreeing with him. Like, yeah, that band is right with her. Like that band is righteous or that. Yeah. Guns suck. Like if you agree with that, then you're suddenly like, what were we talking about? I don't know, but he's making a good point. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I don't, to me, this is just, it's like watching a kid try and explain why they did something they weren't supposed to do. It's like, I, cause literally anyone can say this about anything. Why did you, why did you go to your. D&D &D in person without masks. Well, you don't understand. This yeah. this particular game of D&D &D was choice. I mean, the dungeon master just really took it to another level and, and made this ghoul that, like, yeah. you could go into, you could geek out on anything you want to explain why you're there without a mask. Anything, yeah. anyone can do that about anything. Uh, it's, 
It's like, yeah. I, the fact that it works on us. Yeah. I mean, shame on it us. Works. I, us it as works. It works on us. Because think it's, it's a whoever is it's meant to appeal to. So in Harvey Weinstein's case, it was meant to appeal to his fellow leftists who are anti-gun, presumably a lot of them. And it's meant to appeal to them. So he's saying something he thinks they'll all agree with and be excited about. And it's like, just get, be distracted by this thing. And her, it's, it's meant to appeal to people who are fans of mu- this music and fans of her specific esoteric knowledge of these musicians and the fact that she wants to uplift these musicians. And so it's sort of like, oh, she's talking about all these bands. Let me look them up. Who are, oh, that's a cool trumpet player that she's talking about. Like, no, you're using, you're well. exploiting. I was doing you're good. Exploiting. I mean, yeah, yeah. By the way, if you're in that group, you should be upset that she's exploiting you and using you as a fig leaf. Like she's got you in front of her naked hypocrisy about the mass mandate. She trots you out. She's like, you're the fig leaf. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I, I just, I. Okay, it's, you know what also was hilarious about funny. this? It's, it's the expression on her face. And I think yeah. this is necessary in order to pull this off. You've got to be, you can't just say, well, the band was really good and I really like the guy. Because like that kind of seems like you're pleading a little bit and you're sorry. That's not her expression. She's like, I can't. She's like incensed. How dare they? This band is awesome. It's like, yeah. well, I, like, hey, no, really son, you had a curfew and you didn't come home on time. How dare you? Guns N' Roses yeah. is awesome. It's like, I don't. That's yeah. not the response, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, then we're missing the real story here, which is that this band ruled. And that's how we went look, the real story is yeah. how many gun deaths there are per year, guys. Yeah. Like, I wish I had a lighter because the real story is she, like, puts her lighter. And this. Yeah. Yeah, but. <laughs> am, I, am I right? Yeah. By the end, people were like, what was she talking about? The band rules. <laughs> yeah. <woo. laughs> Trumpet players. <laughs> we do fall for this stuff. Humans. Hum- and, I say and by the way. Humans. That's, yeah. Agree. And here's the, 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 the just <laughs> drive a point home that we make a lot. You may hate San Francisco, but <clears throat> I guarantee you the average IQ in San Francisco is quite high compared to the rest of the country. It's quite high. There's a lot of really smart people that are in San Francisco, but man, are they dumb? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, it's, it's it's amazing how dumb the smart people can be. Uh, yeah. Pirate Tomsky gives us five lira. Uh, <laughs> lira and says he, he traveled back to 1980 and bought some lira. Q Frank Drevin, nothing to see here, meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know that meme, but yeah, there's nothing to see here, guys. Hey, it's the one where he's in front of the like the the house is burning. I think there might even be a plane crash. It's like all a mess, and he's like, "Nothing to see here." Yeah. It's from like uh, it's from one of the Naked Gun movies, I think, or something like that. Um, funny. it's Leslie Nielsen. Oh, okay. <sighs> all right. Well, um, so one more thing about hypocrisy. Oh, okay. I did not see this. I didn't even realize it was happening until I saw some friends like tweeting about it, like Clifton Duncan, who this morning, he wished a good morning to all dozen people who were watching the Emmys last night. And (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know the Emmys were last night. Exactly. Who cares? Nobody cares. I never cared. But now, I mean, nobody cares. And 
they apparently, I saw one short clip of, they had Seth Rogen. I don't know if he was presenting the whole thing or just part of it. I can't, his voice is awful. And his, uh, the, the way he, he spouts propaganda is online is even worse. Um, talk about an arrogant, dumb person. But so he was, he was presenting or he was talking and he pointed out in this really uncomfortable, cringy moment, I think he was trying to joke around, but he was saying they were all in a huge enclosed tent. They might as well have been indoors with a ceiling and chandeliers hanging and all closed in. Mm -hmm. And so he was making a joke about like, what are we doing here? Why are all these people here? We were told this was going to be outside. They lied to us. We're in a hermetically sealed tent, you know, and he oh, said with no, it's, masks, I assume. with no masks, none of them had masks, of course. So they were, they were, it, what was interesting about it is he's directly calling attention to their hypocrisy. You know, we talked about the Met Gala, how the elites don't wear masks. Again, one rule for me, another rule for thee. And obviously the San Francisco mayor doesn't wear a mask. And, and, and now you've got the Emmy people, the, the, the elites not wearing masks, but they even pointed out to you. He even well, pointed it out. It's they pointed out Harvey Weinstein too. You brought him up before Weinstein, right? Like, yeah. They would joke about him oh, yeah. openly. And openly. It's like, yeah, this is we're That's evil. We're hypocritic. We're hypocrites. We're evil. Isn't that funny? Ha ha ha! Stupid Americans will still watch us. It's got to feel good, I guess, if you're a sadist. That's yeah. You're. That's a great point. They openly joked about Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. For years. At the oh, Emmys, the, everyone knew. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knew. All these people who are like, "I was shocked." <laughs> like, really? Like Did you miss like the Emmys? <laughs> like, where, where, like, why were you laughing then at the jokes about Harvey Weinstein? One day you like, have to do a whole episode where you just talk in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mandy, thanks for hanging out with us. Mandy gave us five bucks and has a gross uh, super chat. I'm not going to read it. I will because she's, she wants <laughs> okay. advice. She says, oh, God, I flushed the toilet and it's overflowing. Carter, Carrie, Jesus Christ, what do I do? There's water going all over the place. Help me. What the fuck? Um, uh, well, <laughs> what you, you do, um, I think <laughs> there must be a government agency for this problem, Mandy. So oh, get down joking? on your knees, pray to Fauci, and give the government a call and say, I don't like shit on my floor. Please help me. Call 911. I'm, I'm one of the tax cattle. Come save me. You know what was cool? The, the place I had to drive earlier, the reason why I was late to pick to pick up this stuff, uh, I was out not too, not too far from here, but further than I realized because it's out uh, way off the beaten path with and, and it's just all these homes, ranches down long driveways. And I'm like, oh, these guys have the right idea. They're out in the middle of nowhere and it's going to be, and it's really hard to find them first of all. And I passed one ranch and all the houses are set way back from the gates. They all have gates and one gate had, you would love it. It was wrought iron and it had a big old gun on it. And it said, we don't call them that one, one. And it was beautifully made. <laughs> they put some time into it. It wasn't like a cheap sign. It was a really beautiful wrought iron fence. Uh, yeah, I probably would not do that on my gate because it's also, hey, ATF, come here. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah. By the I way, there are people that are actually giving Mandy actual advice, like turn the water off and get a plunger. I didn't think she needed real advice, guys, but. Uh, oh, I, I think know, she was joking. 
I'm glad you guys are helping her out <laughs> with her life. My gate will say, uh, in this house, we believe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come here. In this house, we we do call 911, and we really appreciate the government looking out for us. Yeah. I'm just going to have a relief of Fauci on my gate. Um, <laughs> just have so. a little statue. Yeah, here's Fauci. <laughs> yeah. Like the way people have St. Francis. In their, mm-hmm. in their, uh, they have like a bird bath with St. Francis. You just have Fauci. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll have Fauci peeing on the American public in the bird bath. Yeah. That'll be the bird bath. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what Somebody we talk about, this. guys, in chat? Does anyone, do you guys have stuff you want us to talk about? Because today's kind of a little bit. I was hoping that we would do more, uh, like, get to some chats. I always feel guilty on Fridays when we don't get to chats because I know people chat a lot. And then we don't yeah. get to them. Um, so I have if there's some... particular things you want us to chat about, we can. Um, yeah, sorry. If you have something you want to talk about, go ahead. Well, this is interesting because when I first posted about this, I had people trying to tell me that the the, the source I had used, which was the Daily Mail, was extremely biased or something and that it wasn't to be it was unreliable and yeah genetic fallacy and and by the way you know what i said to this person i said every source is untrustworthy especially (laughs) the new york times and other places so i i don't trust any of them you shouldn't either but but here here's a reuters article here's a yahoo news one here's a you know all the press that you probably appreciate and trust um (laughs) this is a true story it's not a fake story there are over 10,000 migrants currently living under a bridge in Texas, mostly Haitian. And the pictures are just insane. Um, did you see the Babylon Bee story about this? No, what did it say? <laughs> it, it was, oh, wait, maybe that one was about the Taliban. But there was one that said, like, uh, hospital, they, they had a guy, for this one, they had a guy. Uh, on a megaphone saying to all the Haitian migrants, does anyone know how to uh, do IVs or do temperature? They're like, talk because there's a healthcare shortage. We're being told that there's this healthcare worker shortage because they fired Uh-oh. everyone. So there was a guy <laughs> doing that. And there was another Babylon Bee story, though, about the Taliban volunteering to send healthcare workers to help out in our crisis. <laughs> the Sorry, Taliban? And, yes. No, yeah, that's very funny. Distracting. Anyway, yeah, but, go ahead. But it's just, it, this is a crisis the mainstream news although like i said you can find articles about it from your favorite mainstream source you can but they're not talking about it 24 7. why not right is this in the is this in the u.s it's across the border or is it near the border this is in in this is in texas and then there's pictures the latest pictures i saw of um texas uh sheriffs i'm not sure on horseback rounding trying to round people up um we have a problem like we have a we have a problem that's not being addressed i agree because do these people have their voter id card so that they can vote democrat because i this is a problem if we're not tapping this resource (laughs) yeah well plus as we learned from the press secretary biden's press secretary even though they are man now mandating vaccines in unconstitutionally mandating vaccines not for immigrants. 
Isn't that weird? Right. Why? Oh, yeah, they won't let you in. By the way, they won't let you in from China, uh, even if you're vaccinated, without a, um, unless you're a U.S. citizen or a green card. But like from you're just from from China, vaccinated, they won't let you in the country uh, without going through like two week quarantine. Um, and uh, and yet, and yet, this is like sure, come on in. Yeah. And there's no, like, they're not addressing it. I, I know our viewers know this. I, I just, I still, I, I think it's useful to express frustration when you have it. And, and also when there are new viewers, it's like, do, I, sometimes I still want to ask like my leftist friends, the ones who haven't unfriended me, although I think was, they, they still have me as maybe a curiosity um on their pages, but I think maybe sometimes they've muted me, but they, I just want to ask them like, does this not strike you as weird? And they banned the Biden administration banned drone footage of all these migrants under the bridge. Cause 10,000 people under a bridge looks, looks like a lot, pretty alarming. And they mm -hmm. banned drones from taking photos. Does that not bother you? You don't feel it's like, like you're being it's like played? Rome is falling. But 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 Caesar is literally like surreptitiously bringing the barbarians in. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good analogy. I don't know, Look, but I don't. I think we should. Can I clarify something? Yeah. I don't. I'm not opposed to immigration. Correct me either. A. There's two things that I think. If you're going to have a country, there's two things that need to need to happen with immigration. One is it needs to be legal. Like you can't just let people across the border. You need to like, for example, verify that they aren't terrorists or on a terrorist watch list. Or like they need to come in through a border because you're a country. If you don't want to have a country, that's a separate conversation. But if you want a country, they need to come in legally. Um, and, it, and the fact that you might have a backlog because you're incompetent is not an excuse for them to come in, not legally. It's fix your backlog. Two is, uh, Maybe there's three. Two is you can't have a welfare state. Uh, you can't have these people cost anything. When people come into the country, they need to come into the country with whatever they bring. And if they can be productive members of society, more power to them. And if they can't, oh, well, they need to make the choice to leave or do whatever. Like you can't have or maybe rely on private charity that will hold them to account a little bit more. You can't have a welfare state and mass immigration. You cannot. And the third thing you can't do is have universal suffrage. Like you can't be like, yep, anyone can come in with any values, screw the idea of, of limited government and individual rights upon which the nation was founded. Anyone can come in and pull the donkey lever. Like you can't do that. You can't do those things and maintain the limited government constitutional republic that many people want. And uh, I think the left knows that damn well because they don't want to maintain the limited constitutional republic. In fact, I saw a, a few places where this was being covered. I was looking in the comments and I did. I saw some leftists saying, good, let's get them all signed right. up to vote. <laughs> right. <laughs> like they're yeah, open about they they're open about yeah. using people. Well, because I don't th I think ultimately they do. I actually don't think they want, I think maybe 
maybe they're actually anarchists in like a esoteric kind of or like an abstract kind of way. Maybe I they're maybe not anarchist, maybe anarchist is the wrong word, but I think they do remember back in the nineties and eighties, people used to like talk about the one world government and the new world order, yeah. and that was like a big yeah. conspiracy theory thing. Well, when you look at something like the Great Reset, there are just even thinking about the Great Reset presupposes coordination among nations in a massive way, right? It presupposes that like, when you say like, what should we do, unless you're talking about Switzerland, or whatever country you're in, like, you're talking about other countries as well, you're talking about this coordinated effort across nations. And that really is a move and the EU was a move to a one world government, like it really is a move to this global government. And I think yeah. a lot of lefties don't do. want America to be separate. They want America. If you were to, for most lefties, if you said, hey, if you could wake up tomorrow and America was part of the EU, would you want that? Would you want to like, we're, we're just like Europe. Most All the laws, pick a country, pick your favorite European country. It can be a, or like pick a benign one that you don't care about, like that you don't think about, uh, you know, Belgium. <laughs> Right. Okay. All of our laws are like Belgium and we're in the EU. I think most leftists would be like, that's progress. Yeah, they would. You're right. That's what they want. They're pissed off that we're not Belgium or France or whatever. They're annoyed. They don't like America. Yeah. I don't know. I just have, I have a, Lately, I, I wish that it's hard after a while when, and you know, this happens, they, they, they will, when your views start to change and there are lots of people who've left this cult I was in, there's an attempt at the beginning. I, I tried really hard so, to make sure that people could hear me and not just write me off and put me in a box, but they put you in the box anyway. And then it's, hard like there are still people who watch and who've watched and changed their minds and opened their eyes and woken up and there are still people who found me online and woken up but for the most part the more that they see that you check off things that they've been told are put you in such and such tribe then they just write you off and so sometimes i i read stories like this and i wish i could just say like what do you think about this like defend like have a conversation and kind of poke those holes you know with someone who, but it, it's, it's so much a, it's so much a, uh, like, it's, it's just, I don't know, different avenues of conversation are completely cut off to them. They're not even allowed to entertain yeah. the idea of talking to someone like me about this. Well, that's, that's the reason I wanted to bring, that's the reason I wanted to say the caveat about immigration, because I think a lot of times when you show, when you, when you say, oh, this is a problem that there's 10,000 yeah. Haitians sitting under a bridge in Texas. They think as you're... soon as you say it's a problem, it's like, oh, you get thrown into the racist, xenophobic camp. You just don't like people with different skin color from other regions because you're, you know, you're functionally retarded and you're a racist. It's like, no, I understand how <laughs> democracy works. I understand that we have <laughs> a welfare state. Uh, and I understand that if you're going to have a country, you need to actually know who's in the country and have a border like those are real things yeah um 
Those are not xenophobic concerns. They're not racist concerns. I would say the same thing if the Reuters said there's 10,000 Swedes under a bridge in Texas who came in. It's a problem. It's like, yeah, it's like, okay, like that's a problem, especially if they're Canadians, right? 10,000 Canadians would be even worse, right? So like, I, it's a problem unrelated to race and unrelated to this this stupid idea of xenophobia like oh you don't like people because they're not because they ain't american it's like that's not has yeah. nothing to do with that nothing yeah it's uh it has to well, do with preserving american with... ideas right they that's will, what it has to do with they will put you in that box anyway when it doesn't make sense even when we make the caveats and we explain to them and we prove right. them factually wrong i've i've been in conversations online with strangers admittedly, but with leftists who have called me anti-vax. And I'll say that is factually untrue. It is factually untrue. You can't say that. It's a lie. I am not anti-vaccine. I've taken many in my life, including in adulthood, including in the, in the past few years. I've taken vaccines. I've chosen to. Mm -hmm. You can't call I've me I've done experimental vaccines before. You have? <laughs> yeah, I did an experimental Lyme disease vaccine. I was part of a Lyme disease vaccine trial. You chose to do this. Yeah, because and I I was I hiked a lot in the woods of at the time. It was on the East Coast and like there were a hell of a lot of deer ticks and Lyme disease and I was like, "You know what? Screw it. Sure, I'll try." Actually, and that vaccine didn't actually come to market. So, who knows what that went wrong? I didn't have any adverse side effects except for I suddenly became an anarchist. Um, but other than that, it's fine. You suddenly became an arachnoid. <laughs> Did, is that what you I've said? Always, no, I said anarchist. But okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, I am an arachnophobe a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm a, a ticklephobe. I don't know what that is. See, this is this is. Listen to this. This is a blue check mark. David Frum. I don't know enough about some of these people. Uh, yeah. I think he's a David I Frum. Think he's, he's a good one. All right. <laughs> Are you being funny? I don't think he's he he's a neocon, right? Am I right? I think he's like a Lincoln Project Republican type. Yeah. Okay. I don't so know if he's he, a Lincoln Project. This is something person. he said today. He says if regulators approve that five to eleven year olds can be safely and effectively vaccinated against COVID, let's stop right there. You haven't even proven that adults can be. So by what standard, David from? by the previous standard by you think safely and effectively for adults that hasn't there's there hasn't been enough time for longitudinal studies so anyway if regulators approve that five to 11 year olds could be safely and effectively vaccinated against covid let's not repeat the mistake of allowing space and time to anti-vax extremists i have a feeling that's what he would call us even though we've taken vaccines in adulthood and you took an experimental one <laughs> i've done experimental vaccines yeah <laughs> sure and and by the way, this I don't know if you heard the whole story earlier, but I I really mean that I was more seriously considering the vaccine early. Like it, I was trying to weigh the odds, and I've yeah. kind of stopped weighing the odds because I'm yeah. just sick of it. I'm sick of the like, I'm sick of having to go, like go to Twitter, go to the any news channel, go to Google, and it's like it's like there's a pusher on your street corner, in your yeah. face. It's like you open the door in the morning and there's a picture like, watch some, the first dose is free, gotta have some. It's like, yeah. you know, the gang will beat you up down the street if they think that you don't buy from me. It's like, I don't like, dude, shut up. Just yeah. shut up. 
<laughs> every single post on so almost every post on social media, you don't even have to mention the coof, the jab, uh, any medicine by name or any, there are just, if you, I, there was one post I did that talked about safety. There are certain keywords now. I don't even know what they are, but they clearly have a list and they will just put a COVID warning on there anyway, just slap it on there constantly or a vaccine encouragement on every post. Here's where to get safe vaccines. Would you stop putting that on all my posts? It's ridiculous. And on across platforms, it's, it's just, like you said, it is ridiculous. I'm the same as you. I, at a certain point, I stopped being open to persuasion, and now I'm just get the f off my lawn. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just shut up. We don't call nine one one. Just shut up. It's exasperating. It's exasperating, and you've made yourself to be the bigger threat. Like that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's clear to me. Like, oh, the 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 raving lunatic yelling to me about it is the threat. That's the threat. Yeah. Um, not, not the thing itself as much. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that, you know, okay, you get what you get out of NPR, but like literally every day, yeah, it's just constant, like it's more vax crap. It's more stories yeah. about COVID and more stories about vax. And it's like everything, every story they do, the UN nation, the UN meets, it's all about how to meet in the era of COVID and vaccines. And they, everything is about that. Everything. We just had someone here, and I, I didn't know this person, a, a police officer in my small town, just died. 44 years old uh, of COVID is what they've said. And the post that was done about it on the official like government page here, the local government, yep. immediately there were ghouls. It's, it's turned people into ghouls. There were ghouls, and they're going, she should have gotten vaccinated. She should have got vaccinated. Basically, like, she gets what she deserves. And then it comes out, she was fully vaccinated. <laughs> she was. You ghouls. And even if she weren't, you ghouls. You're a ghoul. <laughs> you're you're dancing on a grave. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Gross. Well, let me read a couple of super chats that we got. Pyrotomsky says, I just want to thank everyone who joined the Friday Telegram chat. It was great. Yeah, we secretly did a... It wasn't a secret, but it was a secret if you weren't on Telegram. Uh, Carrie and I did like a post-show Telegram chat. Uh, so the it Telegram was fun. Got to do it. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, I gotta show you my wig. You oh yeah, you wore chats. the wig for the thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, read I'll get it. Uh, Perky Sue says, "How did fourteen thousand Haitians get from Haiti to Mexico? They didn't swim." Hmm. Good point, Perkusu. Um, Mandy says the immigrants fixed the toilet. <laughs> Thank you, Carter. Excellent. Good. See, you just call and the immigrants come and fix. That's how it works here in California. Um, Pyrotomsky says, think about being part of the British Empire again. Yeah. Maybe not, Pyrotomsky. You know, good luck, though. At least you left the EU. So that's good. I think that, I think the, oh, no, that's not all of them. There's one more. Uh, from Zato. Hey, Zato says the phrases "think for yourself" and "talk to your doctor" are mob triggering now. Right? That's basically what what uh, Nicki Minaj got in trouble for. Right? She's like, use your best judgment, use your own judgment. So here's uh, here's our Clown World reporter live from Clown World. You're not. She's muted, but she's a clown. So what do you expect? Maybe she's a. Maybe she's a. 
Um, yeah. Mine. Here's what I'm, no. here's what I'm thinking, Carter. Bear with me. I had this idea. Uh, <laughs> you know, th thinking is, uh, thinking is specifically prohibited in, in the latest, uh, executive order, but. <laughs> Thank you. This is a great wig. Uh, somebody said Joy Reid reporting. Yeah, it's Joy Reid <laughs> live on Unsafe Space. Um, I had so here's my <laughs> what's her name that does the 1619 project? That clown. Oh God, uh, I don't even want to. She has she has clown hair. Hers is red. Anyway, we are in clown world. My what I was thinking is that we should all get some clown wigs and like the red nose. And if you want to go, I think like get the whole outfit. You can get a cheap one. How? Halloween's coming up. You can get a cheap one, right? I think we should go to their, the people that call themselves the resistance, you know, the status quo people. I think we should go to their protests. The way that they dress up like handmaids, I think we should dress up like clowns. And and I don't think we should say anything. You don't need to say anything. You just go as a clown and you stand near them and you hold their signs as a clown. That's it. You hold up signs that say silence is violence, like as a clown. Right, like you hold up signs that say BLM, like I'm here as a clown. How funny is that? Groups of clowns. This is what we need. I think it's I, funny. I think that's fun. I mean, if I were into political activism, that would be probably it's a, my number one recommendation. Actually, like I would totally it's a funny yeah, that's thing, a thing to go do. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's funny. They are really good at getting attention with costumes and stuff, like the Handmaid's Tale mm -hmm. stuff. What if what if the media has to start covering because there's so many clowns at their protests and you don't don't argue with them? The yeah, point you is can't argue. You can't don't actually ever. Don't you actually, they need to, yeah, they need to come away with zero evidence that you're not on their side. Right. You need to like, be like a mime, evidence. like a mime clown. You're just yep. like dancing. If they start to fight with you, like, what are you trying to say? Just woohoo! Silence is violence. Mm -hmm. Just show them yeah. your sign. <laughs> yeah. What are you trying to say? Just like point the sign. That there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Pick up, pick out some of the more absurd slogans and things, and then and then go for it. That's what I yeah, say. Yeah. Trust the science. Uh, yeah. You know all that kind of stuff. Because uh -huh. we're in clown world. Why not lean into it? Yeah. You know, Halloween's coming up. Get your clown outfit there. I made my pitch. That's my idea. I think it's great. I mean, I'm not going to organize such a thing, but you should, or someone should, or someone who yeah. wants to organize a crown, a clown. Is it a flash mob of clowns? Whatever. Yes. A clown uh, mob. A clown mob. You can all get into a VW bus together, or, or sorry, a bug together, uh, and head on over somewhere. Yeah, let us know. A, a laugh mob. A laugh mob. Somebody said you've taken the clown pill. Yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> Mandy says, wear an Ushanka over the wig, Carrie, you Russian bot. Is Ushanka the big, is the big Russian, Russian hat? I was so, you guys don't know this, but prior to, um, this kind of got interrupted with COVID, but prior to the 2020 election, um, when everyone was like calling the Trump supporters Russian bots, we were like this close. We actually looked at designs. We we're like this close to making... Russian hats that just said Russian bot with like a little seal, <laughs> but we never did. <laughs> we never did like stuff came out like COVID started. It was like the beginning of 2020 and I, I dropped the idea. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if, if Ushanka is that hat. I don't know what Ushanka is, but I assume it is. <laughs> All right. Um, what's some of the, some other stuff in the news going on? 
Uh, well, I don't know if you saw the pictures of the uh, Fed barbecue that happened. <laughs> they arrested the Fed. <laughs> no, I did you that. see? Oh, I saw the a... one where the Feds arrested a Fed. That was awesome. No, where? What was that? Oh, it was some rally, and he looked. Yeah, he was like, they arrested him, and it turns out the guy they arrested was a Fed. Uh, it was. It was, yeah. was it the? I don't remember where that. The was. January sixth thing. So there was this. There was this thing that happened where people were supposed to be protesting the um, the arrests, you know, and the persecution of those who the, those who participated in January sixth, right? Okay. Yeah. Let me see so, if I can find it. No, so keep going. Yeah. So what was funny is I saw a meme going around of an actual picture of a bunch of guys. Is that, did you see that one? Does anybody mm -hmm. know what I'm talking about here while you're looking for that? I'm going to pull it, send this to Beverly. It's pretty funny. Uh, you guys bear with us. We had a crazy morning. Anyway, it's a bit. Story. Sorry. It, it's a bit like the Spider-Man meme, where they're all just pointing at each other. Okay, people in the did, chat know what I'm talking about. Did you get? Um, by the way, while you're thinking about that, did you see any of the news about General Milley? Was it last week? A little bit, but can you refresh my memory about the coup and? This was one of the weird. He did some like so. He was a general under Trump, and. I, it's amazing what they, what the cathedral will dismiss as like acceptable behavior versus what they would do if it was, if it was Trump. For example, she was on the other foot, right? Or mm -hmm. well, he undermined like Trump. He called so the general will call his contact in China, and he was like, "Don't worry about what Trump says. We're not going to attack you. If we attack you, I'll tell you. I'll give you a heads up beforehand." Like, I'm not, obviously, Trump, it, the whole thing's stupid because Trump was never planning on attacking China. They're, so they, they, like, they make it sound like he's this unhinged, crazy guy who was about to attack China. And then they back channel to China that, don't worry, we won't let him do that. And if he was going to, I would treasonously, I might add, tell you beforehand so it wouldn't be a surprise. <laughs> like, okay, that's a little bit weird. Then he also, he also discussed... Um, how he was going to handle, uh, how he was going to handle, like he basically took Trump's power away between the election and January 21st or whatever, like between during his, you know, he's still in president, but he's not right going to be anymore during that time, a lame duck period. Yeah, he just basically usurped the president. They, they seem to be lying to him about troop activity and uh number of troops in various places they just like the stuff they were doing was treasonous actually treasonous yes yeah and the left just like yeah well you had you had to stop orange man orange man bad thanks hero yeah what i think is i think it's that i was talking with some friends about this yesterday i think it's just that we've reached a place where as you pointed out the constitution and it doesn't matter anymore like all the things that we held as sacred that that no matter who is in power and no matter how we disagree on policies, we all hold these things to be common. Like we all agree on certain things and, you know, constitutional law. Is it legal? Those kind of things. 
none of that matters anymore. Is it actually treason? It doesn't matter. We're in this postmodern place where, you know, Biden will say, like with the CDC, uh, the eviction moratorium, which I think we talked about as an attack on property mm -hmm. owners, it's not legal, but we're going to do it anyway. I don't think it's legal, but we're going to do it anyway. We're, that's the world we're in now. So they can't even yeah, agree. Yeah, but we've always they, been they in they that will... world. Through our entire lives, we've been in that world. That's always been true. But I don't know. We're not old enough for Have that we? to be not true. Yeah. Really? The entire New Deal, half of what Wilson did was, was unconstitutional. Like, yeah, a large part of our history is patently unconstitutional. The, like, the only difference is they, like, it's gotten to the point where regular people are noticing it now. But, like, it's been that way for a long, long time. It's not, it's not new. I mean, where's the power to have uh, a CDC? Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, like, why do these but, agencies exist? Right. I guess it's, I, maybe you're right. I just, maybe I'm one of these new, new people to have realized this. Well, it is getting it worse, right? Like it's getting, it is getting worse. It's getting to like, they're unashamed. They're like, they're definitely more unabashed about it. And they're just like, well, you know, we don't even care anymore. Yeah. But it's always funny to me when someone's like, oh, you know, both sides do this. Both sides use the Constitution only when it's to their advantage, right? Um, so you mean both? You mean both the left and the right? Like, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I know that they're not, they're two sides of the same coin and we don't really use that description usually. But, you know, people on the right want a certain thing. Okay, fine. They they argue that it's constitutional, or they ignore any unconstitutionality, right? That you know, uh, and people on the left want a certain thing. They do the same thing. So, like, no one actually has cared about the constitution. I mean, think about all of all of the politicians that you know in your lifetime. I mean, I can basically think of one who routinely cites the constitution and tries to live up to it, and that was Ron Paul. One congressman. It's the only guy who I can think of, who's like constantly like, no, the constitution limits us. Everyone else, like, what are you talking about? Every war we've had is unconstitutional since World War II. Congress is the only, well, like Congress has to declare war. <laughs> like. We have it, yeah. Yeah, I don't, don't know. Care. I think I think it is getting worse though now where people don't care. And the majority of people, it can be out in the open, like, like for example, the Hunter yeah. Biden laptop thing that blew my mind. That was one of the first times I realized like they really don't, they don't care at all about the double standard and they don't care that they're being lied to and they don't care that information is being hidden from them because right. if it benefits what they perceive to be their side and they, they perceive their side to be the good side and which is false. Neither of, neither of these parties are the good guys, like in my opinion. Um, then they don't care. I agree. And that's just that that's mind blowing to me. I don't know. Is it not for other people? It's just, it, but, um, so I sent you the picture. I just want to make sure you at least get to see this. This is the fed thing that happened. So the joke was, you know, which we've talked about on the show before. I think they're probably infiltrating. We know they're <laughs> infiltrating groups. We know that they were part of the, uh, uh, what happened with the, the governor, the kidnapping plot that was mostly, feds and fed informants involved in uh, uh governor whitmire remember that mm -hmm. governor whitmire. um mm -hmm. so this is this is from this uh the past i think it was yesterday the day before there was a big rally in dc 
on behalf of the people arrested on January 6th. And everybody was memeing this. There's another one you can put up after this one, Beverly. It's kind of funny. (laughs) 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 It's the same guys. And it says only feds. (laughs) If you're just listening at home. And then there are others who uh, there are others that just have like, you know, hello, fellow Trump insurgents. <laughs> Do y'all know where we can purchase some illegal narcotics and plan an insurrection against LGBTQ people of color? <laughs> Sometimes the internet's fun and silly. <laughs> I was waiting to see if any of those guys came forward and said, hey, that's me. I'm real. Like, stop. Like, I'm not a fed. But I didn't see anybody say that. So maybe they are. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sending you something else. So I'm waiting for the protest to start here in the States. But one of the problems, and I know this from a friend who's been sharing about uh, uh, vaccine mandate protests in in New York that are happening is they're being censored. I mean, I'm sure that doesn't come as a shock to anyone watching this, but even posting links to the protests, she was finding her posts are being pulled down. I think they're discouraging. They don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to see what's happening in in Australia and and France here. They don't want to see the public mobilize in solidarity against these mandates. But here are some photos that are reportedly, I have, I can't, I haven't confirmed these. These are on Twitter. This is uh, reportedly from the protests in Melbourne, Australia. And these are the results of rubber bullets being fired into the crowd. And there's a guy there with the welts all over his back. And we can just go through some of these pictures. These are from Melbourne. And then um, the second one I'm sending you guys is from uh, France, which is pretty similar. Yeah, there's a woman with it hit in the face. And then these are protests of uh, pictures of protesters in France who've been also hit with supposedly reportedly uh, rubber bullets in the protest there. Yeah. Anyway. I, there's one that I was seeing. I'm trying to figure out where this is. Oh, this is uh, Victoria. So, uh, I guess I guess the Melbourne or whatever the there's an image of. I just have it on my phone here. But there's an image of like a lady on the ground already, and the cop leaning over, pepper spraying her in her eye. She's like laying on the ground like this, and he's like leaning over and pepper spraying her. Yeah. In the eyes, and and they, <laughs> yeah. And it says, you know, ma'am, you seem to have smashed your head on the pavement. Please drink this health juice to recover. <laughs> Bashing the community back to health one woman at a time. Yeah, I mean, it's at least people are seeing it. I mean, at least people are seeing it for what it is. One of the things that's nice about this is uh, you're seeing the state for what it is, which is the use of force. That's what the state is. That's what and, the state is. You know, I look, even if you're pro small government or proper government or whatever, you, like, you would agree like that's what the state is it is the use of force that's what it is um and you know one of the issues with an expansive 
state, you know, every time you think there should be a law about this, or should be, there should be a regulation about that, or people should blah, 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 or the government should do, you know, A, B, and C. At the end of the day, that's enforced with the gun and some pepper spray. Like, that's, that's how it's enforced. Uh, there is no such thing as enforcement without force. Yeah. That's what that is. Um, let's do a couple of super chats. Super Iron Bob says, Mark Milley and Rachel Levine, both in the administration, played football together in high school. Sometimes God plays strange jokes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Rock, Rock Lexicon says, not sure if you're familiar with Quillette. Uh, yes. Yes. But now they're defending... Australian coof camps after Tim Pool called them out. They called him right wing in a podcast yeah. that dropped this weekend. Host also bashed Brett Weinstein. Yeah, uh, Quillette started out as something kind of interesting and has gone into a weird direction. I don't really read it anymore, but it was interesting when it first came out. But I don't know. I And I don't know a lot about it to like bash the publication generally. But they certainly were more wrong thinking when they started. In fact, I think... The Knitting War stuff we originally covered came from yes, Colette. Yes, Catherine Jepson Moore, yeah, who's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the founder. It's the founder's direction, uh, right. Claire. Claire. And Fitz, I yeah. think I think yeah. it's just, you know what, my take on it, and I've only loosely followed her evolving a, a post and stuff on all this, is that, how can I put this? There's a, a totally different podcaster. I forget who it is. It's someone on the left like Jimmy Dore, but, but not him. It's some, it's someone else on the left who my husband listens to, and he's totally awake on a lot of issues, except the coof. He, right. he's totally bought in this, this guy is totally bought into the cathedral on the coof. Everything they say, he takes a sacrosanct. He was calling things horse pills. You know, he, like he bought into all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing that and he's like, you know, he was saying, I'm just, I was shocked because he's so awake about the cathedral and about the narrative and the propaganda and the media and everything on these other issues, but not on this. And, and the way I view that is just, you can be in, you can, it's not an, it's not an all or nothing thing. You can buy into cults of belief, like, like a sliver of it here or not here. And I think you could, there are certain things that you can hold. It depends on what you worship and what you have faith in. And so I think for some people, it's a, first of all, some of the same people who were very awake and critical of woke ideology, but who still voted Biden, those people kind of blew my mind. I mean, I understand mm-hmm. it because I used to be in the cult and it takes a while coming out of it. And I know why they did, but it still kind of blew my mind. I, like like Sam Harris, for example, that because the, the uh, faith around the narrative of Trump is so strong. I think people yeah. can still buy into part of that, like the Trump narrative, or in the case of the coup, they can still buy into part of that narrative. And I think, I think the with the founder with the Colette stuff, I think you see that you see someone who has their eyes wide open on some things, and then on other things, it's like a bridge too far. They're not there yet. It's sort of putting faith in places that have that don't deserve their faith. That's that's just my take. It may it may sound, you know. Yeah, no, I, I think, look, the red pill analogy is great because everyone knows the matrix and it's like you wake up, but it's an analogy. Yeah. Um, waking up isn't a binary act. It's not a red pill, actually. It's, you know, a series of red juice boxes that you need to consume. <laughs> and like, yeah. you like, it, it doesn't, you might not wake up fully 
um, or you might get some things, but not other things. Um, On the other hand, I have some progressive friends who their first red pill was the Koof. That's what woke them up was the Koof Cathedral and the the narrative Mm -hmm. that you can't question about about vaccines and stuff. And then, then they started to wake up about the woke stuff. Some of them it's, it's weird. It doesn't, it's, it's not the same order either for what you, what wakes you up. Right. And everyone, I look, I think that even red pill is not clear what it means anymore all the right. time. I mean, I think it traditionally meant waking up to the existence of the cathedral and the, the narrative being pushed as false. And yeah. so, uh, you know, uh, but even then, right, like you said, you can, you know, there have been, there have been people who have been awake to the cathedral support of war for decades, but asleep to everything else that the cathedral yeah. has been pushing. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not binary. So Ronnie James, uh, DOA asks you, Carrie, is that a painting of tiger behind you? Oh yeah. Look at this. Oh, my friend Juana sent this to me. Look at this. It's oil paint. That's pretty awesome. Like, how cool is that? Tell he me. It's if- much more noble oh. than in real life. What? <laughs> he always looks this noble. Mm. Oh, I love him. <laughs> anyway, he's got a big head because right. now there's two paintings in my house of him and a drawing. <laughs> yeah. At least it's not cats, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> Pyra Tomsky says, UK mainstream media are ignoring massive anti-vax mandate protests in the UK as well. Mainstream media have lost all credibility, are losing power, and have decided to double down. Yeah. Uh, mainstream media lost credibility. And, and that's really, I think, maybe what I think about when people say red pill. I think about how credible do they, do they view the mainstream media. Oh, uh, so. listen to this. This is, hey, Dom. This is not a super chat, but Dom says, the coof made my red-pilled aunt fall back asleep. Yeah, that's the other thing. That is the other thing it's done is it's because it's fear. They're selling you fear. Mm. And 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 what comes with that fear? A dependency on the cathedral. Well, and they misrepresent things too, right? They're like, you know, when they write about Joe Rogan, for example, they don't say he took this medication, which some doctors have recommended that is also used in humans that is an antiparasitic that has these effects and it could help. And, you know, there's been some studies and no one's really sure. They say, he took a horse dewormer. Look how crazy these stupid people are. And it's like, oh, well, I can't be in camp crazy. So I'm just going to jump back into the cathedral. Yeah. Um, G-Man says, someone told me the bald spots on my shins are from wearing socks. But I wear undies and still have a hairy ass. Just some intermittent. (laughs) Thank you, G-Man. I know more about your ass than I ever wanted to. Uh, that's so, actually, I've heard that before too, about, uh, men and, and socks can, uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> what has become of us? Uh, you guys today, we're, I feel, it feels like a casual Friday. Which, it, it's kind of a casual day because I like, for me, I had a busy weekend. We did mm-hmm. Neuromancer yesterday. I did, yeah. a we had a class, a ham radio class on Saturday. I didn't get the downtime I wanted, and I felt like we didn't get to answer Super Chats on Friday, so I kind of wanted to reserve some time today for just, like, chatting with the audience. But we're not getting a lot of chatting today, probably because we're still on uh, the Clips Clips channel. So 
Um, well, I want to show yeah. you guys if if we can. I want to show you video. We don't need sound for these, Beverly, of the protests this weekend in France and Australia. This first one. These are these are these are um, coup protests. Yes, against the mandates, against the passport. Against, yeah. Yeah. For the 10th consecutive weekend, it says people all across France have taken to the streets to protest against the domestic vaccine pass in this country. Look at this. Look That's at how many people. people. It yeah. reminds me of the anti-war protests we had here in the States back when Bush was taking us to war with Iraq. Yeah. When we had tons of people like this just filling up the cities. And you would think, you know, if the narrative, if the media, if the cathedral supported this cause, this would be 24-7. They would be covering this as a positive thing, the way they covered the BLM protests. I was going to say, this is people. bigger than a lot of BLM protests were. Oh, this is much bigger than BLM protests. Much. Yeah. If you take anything from, from this, first, the media is not going to cover this 24-7 in a positive light. And second, this is there are a lot more of us than we realize. And by us... I mean, people who believe in freedom and individualism. Like, that's what this is. This is against the passport. I'm sure there's a whole mix of people there, some vaccinated, some not, that are all coming together against authoritarianism. That's what this is. That's, I mean, it's so encouraging. Yeah, what I'd really like to see is, so because I think there's pockets of people that have a particular pet issue, right? Um, and... For that pet issue, they're all about individualism and freedom. Um, it might be the mask mandate or the vax mandate. It might be uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, the trick is to get them to, to like, the trick is to, to get the people over here who care about their individualism in this respect, but not in any other respect, or care about liberty. And these people who care about it in a different respect, but not in any other respect, the key is to like get them on each other's side and to be like, yes. you know what? I have to stop opposing your liberty. Yes. If you'll stop opposing mine, <laughs> like yes. I'll support your rights if you support my rights. You want to do stuff that I don't care about. Yeah. Um and or or maybe think is dumb. Uh so you know, here here's an example I'll give you. <laughs> like, uh okay. I don't know what well, maybe this overlap. Maybe there's a lot of overlap of people who like support gun rights, right? Um, and we'll we'll use we'll stick we'll stay away from vaccinations. Gun okay. rights and Knitting drug rights. laws. Okay. No, like so like two yeah. opposing things. So there's people on the left right. who are like, I think mushrooms should be legal. And people on the right who are like, I think AR 15s should be legal. In most places they are, but whatever, right? Okay, okay, okay. You're both right. Stop trying to tell the other people what they can't yes. have and join forces and recognize that there's a guiding principle underneath. There's the same principle makes you both right. It's individualism, right? It's individual sovereignty, as Mark Pellegrino would say, instead of self-ownership. Uh, but it's, it's in individualism. You have a right to own your firearm and he has a right to own mushrooms. And like, that's what you got. You don't have to like firearms or mushrooms. You have to leave people each other alone. And until until you guys get together, 
in a principled fashion and are willing to support each other, mm-hmm. they will win because they're just going to divide us. They're going to take people yes. who like, hey, I think we shouldn't have a war on drugs. And they're going to pit them against people who think, like, I don't think we should uh, be restricting firearms. And they're going to pit those people against, um, I don't know, people who don't want vax mandates. And they're pitted against people who think that we should have financial freedom, right? Like, yeah. they're just going to pit you all against each other. Right. And you got to stop saying like, well, I want to not report my $600 to the IRS, but like I should have the right to do that, but I don't need to have guns. It's like, well, like, you, you can't do that. You know, you either have to, sovereignty or you don't. Or you don't. Sorry, yeah. Ahead. Well, something else about this, like coming together and them trying to divide us. And right now they're trying really hard to divide us into the vax and the unvaxed. And, the, you know, they've been for a while to, for a while they've been dividing us into Republicans and Democrats and they divide us into black and white and, you know, men and women and all this, all these different divisions. And I think we've all bought into it. We all buy into it to varying degrees and it ebbs and flows in me. And I, and I, and I saw like a, a couple of weeks ago, I, as you know, I mentioned on the show, I was having a lot of anger and a lot of mm. misanthropy towards the people who are supporting this authoritarianism to the them, the them who have been hoodwinked, you know, the, the pub, the public, the people I call the sheep who are following these leaders off a cliff and trying to take us all with them. And it doesn't, it's not positive. It, I, you have to like, in my opinion, at least I do, I can tell a difference in myself when I let go of that, when I manage to let go of it again. And I'll still struggle with it. It's, I'm not saying I'm not going to have it again. I had it last April. I had it a couple weeks ago. Um, but I saw someone on Twitter, someone I follow who said, I, I won't say, but they said something like, you know, there's one thing that is giving me happiness right now or some, something to the effect of when everything crumbles, this, this direction that we're headed, when everything crumbles and they destroy everything, um, they're going to be suffering just as much as us and maybe even more. And then it was this like, and it's like, and I'm taking glee in that. And it was, it was a meme with like that little kid doing the gleeful smile, like, ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. Like, and it made me sick to my stomach to read that. I didn't say anything. I just let it go by. But I was like, that is so wrong. That's so wrong. It's the wrong impulse is you're feeding the wrong wolf inside of you. You're you're, and I've done it, but it, it, it doesn't, that's not going to help us at all. Then we're just in a race to mutual destruction, like self, like mutual assured and they win that. And so no matter how much, again, I'm inspired by that MLK documentary I saw. And I'm glad I saw it when I did, no matter how much they hate us, you can't, you have to fight the hatred that grows inside of you. You have to fight. It's like, the devil in them pulling the devil out of you to use an expression or Eckhart Tolle talks about what you respond to in another, you strengthen in yourself. And I think sometimes that's true. There's other times it's not, but, but I think that's true in this case, I don't want to become someone who hates them. And then the elite, when, like you said, the nihilist, when we can't become someone, we can't hate them. We have to try and reach out to them even when they slap us away, there's always going to be some of them who there will be those who, who, who wake up They're sheep. They need leaders. If we're leading and we have the best message, 
the majority of them the sh- will start to follow. No. They'll always be, no? <laughs> the best message does not win. That's not ever how anything works. How's it going to work? I mean, it wins, but not over, not in the short term. Not in the short right, term, like, no. No, no, yeah, no. It, After a lot of It might of take generations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might, it, like, reality wins in the end, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I... I Look, the hate thing, I get, and I think there are a lot of people... I think maybe sometimes I... I forget how consumed so many people are with hate. So when I argue that like it shouldn't be completely eliminated, I sound crazy because I'm like, well, actually, maybe it should be mostly eliminated. But I, I view hate as the mirror image of love, and I don't think they can exist. Well, I don't think one can exist without the other. Without the I don't other. think you can love without hate. I don't think you can love the good without hating the evil. I don't think it's possible um, because uh, <laughs> evil is the destruction of the good. Yeah. And if you love the good, you have to hate the evil. Oh, I'm not I talking hate, about people. Yeah, I hate the evil. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, I'm also not a big, like, let's just hold hands and sing Kumbaya because we're all one, like, humanity together. And, like, that, we just have to get over our differences. <clears throat> I don't, we have some, some fundamental differences, actually, that we can't get over. And I think there are people who, are oriented correctly but make mistakes and those people you can reach like who kind of they want things they they aren't the nihilists they want things to be better they want to do good they want like they are pro human life in some sense like they actually they want a positive world for themselves and other people they're just wrong about some stuff about getting there and they've made some gross errors so they're kind of on the wrong side but they're oriented, at least they're, they're in, I will even say their intentions are like, are true. But then there's people who are just denialists and like, I, I don't, yeah, I agree. I don't think, I don't think spending any time trying to convince them or get to them or whatever. It's like, you know what, that's for their therapist. Yeah. Because you don't argue someone out of nihilism. Um, right. It just doesn't happen. I just, I guess my warning is more for myself and for anyone watching who's tempted by that feeling of like, wanting to feel glee and their destruction and that's not good don't don't feed that it's not good for you and it's not good for the cause i don't think like yeah it depends i mean i, I for me it, it depends like i would, would there be glee in the like if yeah if suddenly tomorrow the population woke up and booted all the statists out and like the authoritarians out and they all lost they couldn't get book deals and they were totally ostracized and like cool i would be like i would be gleeful in in their misery i would be shot in for it i would be like that's not what i mean yes that's what i want that tweet was about everything being destroyed and us living in the rubble right and that's the difference yeah yeah no and that's the difference yeah, it's like, no, 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 no. And that's how I think we get there. Well, I think a lot of people, I think that taps into a weird psychology, which I think is actually the difference between um, people who like freedom and people who want government control or socialism, uh, which is there are a large percentage of people, and I don't count myself among these people, who would, like, if I gave you an option, would you like to make $100,000 a year, but the richest person makes a billion dollars a year? Or would you both like to make 50K a year? 
there's a lot of people that will be like, I'd rather us both make 50K. I've heard you say that. That's so weird. But there's a lot of people that like they they it's want equality, even if it means less for them. They want equality. They hate that there's someone better else. than they are about making money or like being more successful. They hate it. They hate it. And like, I think that's, that's a psychology that I don't relate to, okay. but I see a lot and I don't know how to fix it. I'm not sure it's fixable. Well, it's because we're living in a culture of uh, envy. And Absolutely. It's a culture of envy. Resentment, it's, uh, grievances. Yeah, and I, I think it relates to self-esteem issues. Like I think it, it like it stems from a lack of, lack of self-efficacy. So there's this like, I, I, I hate myself. I can't do it. I, therefore, I hate you. I don't want you to achieve it either. Like there's this kind of, you know, this, this inability to have appreciation for someone who's better than you are at something, right? Like yeah. every, like this is why uh, you get a lot of tearing down of uh, successful people, even even when they're not doing. Like let's let's rewind because it's hard right now because a lot of successful people are in bed with the government, pushing coof stuff or whatever, and or censoring online. Like, but even prior to that, people like successful people are generally vilified by a lot of people. They're generally viewed as evil. In fact, and Hollywood portrays them that way. The bad guy is always the the. It's never like. It's almost never the government bureaucrat who are the actual bad guys or a politician. It's almost never that. It's usually there is a corporation and an evil CEO behind it. Like an evil corporation was behind this bad thing. That's like 90% of the bad guy in Hollywood movies is an evil corporation. And the good guys are the CIA, like the, the soldier, blah, blah, like they're all extensions of the state. Those are the good guys. The state is rarely the bad guy. The bad guy is always like you know the business guy who somehow is so successful that he's built this huge business but really just wants to use it to destroy all of humanity for some reason or whatever it's like it's always some perverted absolutely insane motivation that makes no real sense in real life but it's always to vilify the big business and you know i i've talked about this like i <laughs> hollywood has really gone out of its way for decades to convince us that businessmen are evil Greed is bad. Like they, they are overly greedy, greedy to the point of like willing to violate ethical standards constantly. That's the normal businessman. That's how you get ahead in business, right? And you know, ruthless, uh, immoral, hatred of humanity is how you get ahead in business. And like when you're rich, you must be bad. Like that's how Hollywood has been portraying business forever. But politicians well mr smith goes to washington to make a change do, 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 do. like yeah like okay okay hollywood that's i'm thinking no, of the mentor i didn't say 100 yeah i know but usually just, right there's um i just saw the suicide squad sequel have you seen it i have not even seen the first one i don't i don't think i've seen the first one either uh but i just saw the second one and I know I'm late to see it. All the fan guys already talked about it and everything. But in it, the government's the bad guy. But here's what was interesting. So the government sends in all these these uh, miscreants, these these deplorables who they who are criminals. They send them in to do their dirty work in this other country. And and at one point, here the the one of the characters has a disc that proves the government is at fault. Mm -hmm. And they say, we just need to get this out and get it to the media. 
<laughs> Is this superpower retardation? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, the press is not the good guys. <laughs> Imagine if the get media this to cares. Walter Duranty immediately. <laughs> you guys, get this to Don Lemon. <laughs> Somebody call the New York Times. The government's at fault. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you would appreciate that. You should watch it just for that part. I was like, yeah. this whole movie, you're talking about an alien and all these guys that have superpowers and there's like a human ferret or something. And, but the least believable part was that the media was the good guys. <laughs> <sighs> okay. <laughs> Brian Stelter will be right on that. He's yeah. Somebody call Brian Stelter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I understand it's a convenient device for writers, but it's just not true. <laughs> <laughs> I Stop needed being that lazy. Laugh. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's do a couple of superheroes. Cheeky Mare okay. says, "Not." Only is the MSM pushing fear there, stamping down hope. Hope is greater than fear. This community helps me with hope. Thanks all. Oh, thank you, Cheeky. Uh, thank you, Cheeky. Is hope always greater than fear? Maybe. I hope so. I, I think hope so. so. <laughs> I mean, I, like, does is that the effect it has? I think it should, but I'm not sure. Uh, Maria says, New Zealand government. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we, we ignore New Zealand. I know that you're in a fight with Australia to be the worst. Um, New, New Zealand government now set 90% vax target for us to get our freedoms back. Q massive media propaganda machine. It's divisive and Kiwis bleat like sheep to jab. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I hear you, Marie. By the way, if you have to get your freedoms back, you never had them. So think about yeah. that. If, they, yeah, if the government I... actually respects your rights, then you never have to get them back. That's not a thing. It's like Hillary Clinton when she remember when she tweeted something um, when about the vaccine, where it's like get the vaccine and we'll give you. It was sort of like and we'll give you your freedoms back. Everything she tweets. Somebody said this the other day, and I, I completely agree. Everything she tweets sounds like a threat. Did he? Is this the person who said add or else to all of her tweets? And totally yes. Changes? Yeah, it was awesome. I started doing that with her tweets. I'm like, oh yeah, or else. Yes. Mm, yep, that works. Yeah. yeah. By the way, what they're they're saying, get your freedoms back, what they mean is your permissions. And they're not using the word permission because that would yeah. make it too obvious. But they view uh, breathing as a permission that you need to get from the government, yes. literally. Um, so, yeah, it, everything's a privilege. Everything's permission, right? So, um, and of course, that's not how a free person speaks to another free person. That's how an owner speaks to livestock. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, your cow breathes with your permission because the minute you want that steak, the cow stops breathing. Um, <laughs> like, that's how that works. But humans do not need permission from one another to breathe. Um, all right, Human Kirk, speaking of humans, Human Kirk gives us 10 euros and says, there's lots of things legal in one place, not legal elsewhere. Authoritarians use this knowledge to justify passing new laws. US gun rights versus Germans public uh, drinking publicly. Both think the others nuts. 
Yeah, that's a good point. You also see that in the U.S. a lot, where like there'll be some jurisdiction in in within a larger domain that has some law that or doesn't have a law that the rest of the domain thinks they should have, and they'll force it on us. And you know, just as a reminder, the Constitution is supposed to be an agreement between fifty states. Uh, the federal government's really supposed to be pretty damn weak. They're not supposed to have basically any of the internal power that they have, almost none of it. Uh, yeah, they're for making treaties and national defense and, uh, yeah. you know, resolving conflicts be between states by having some rules about that. But like, they're not supposed to be able to, for example, strong arm you into having a certain speed limit or regulating what kind of light bulb you can sell or like none of this is part of the federal government's original um intent the intent here or the in their power but it's kind of like what human kirk is saying they're just constantly like well these people over here aren't doing it this way so we need to appeal to the higher authority and get them to pass x y and z this is how i feel actually about abortion laws right i'm a, i'm a post forget about my stance on abortion because i'm admittedly an openly gray area about abortion in, in some sense, right? Where I think it should be legal immediately and illegal at the end, and I'm totally not sure and willing to have a debate about everything in the middle. So like, I, I'm, I'm not sure about abortion. However, I'm sure that Roe v. Wade is wrong because the federal government has no right to tell states what that rule should be. Zero, not in the constitution. Roe v. Wade is a States' rights issue, not an abortion issue. States have the right to make their own laws. I'm sorry, but that's the way it's supposed to be. And that will piss off some leftists. Now I can piss off people on the right. The Second Amendment isn't about what laws states can have. The Second Amendment is about what laws the federal government can have. States can pass gun laws. They shouldn't, and some states have their own version of the Second Amendment, so they can't, which is great. Move to those states. But... The Second Amendment doesn't prohibit states from violating your right to bear arms. It prohibits the federal government. Congress shall make no law abridging. That's the First Amendment, right? Like this, like this is the language that they're using. It's not about what a state can do or can't do. The whole point was fifty different experiments, mm -hmm. where if California sucks, we you know we move to New Jersey or wherever it is. Well, probably not New Jersey. Um, if California sucks, we move right? That's the whole point. But what they're doing is they've slowly taken over and they're making every state the same. So there's nowhere to go because they don't want an experiment. Because if you have one socialist state and one free state experimenting, the free state will win. So they need to like, we can't have states experimenting and having different rules. They hate that because the better rules will win out and people will want those. So what they have to do is uniformly make it, oh, we're all socialists now. So Actually, the difference between California and New Hampshire is less than it would be, right? Because they both have to abide by federal rules, which shouldn't exist in the first place. All right. Now that I've pissed off everyone. Don't, Daniel Keene says, Carter, don't say you're sorry when you're not. That's a good point, Daniel Keene. I'm sorry for saying I'm sorry, Daniel Keene. But I actually was sorry this time. No, I think that's a good point. There's definitely speech patterns that I have not abandoned which are inaccurate i've been working oh. to eradicate that one for a couple years now so and um, yeah. when i catch myself doing it i'll usually switch it with i'll just say i'm not sorry to tell you right, <laughs> right. just be like <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. All mm. right. I think we're probably good for the day, unless anyone else wants to. Is there something else that important that we need to talk about? Um, Our next book for book club, if you want to get started now, and I need to do an announcement about it, uh, text it. We are going to be talking about learning about secession for anybody who wants to learn about a little more about the subject so that you don't feel as unprepared for conversations about it. That's why I wanted to read this. Daniel Miller. It's a nonfiction book. And then we are at some point going to talk to Daniel Miller. He wants to come on the show, which is cool. Good. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, thank you, Rock Lexicon. Precision of language, I do actually value uh, ostensibly, but I'm sometimes sloppy about it. So I, I do appreciate that. Um, we have yeah, there was one, one other thing I wanted to say, but I forget what it was. We have an Odyssey chat from Fopeezy. Fopeezy oh. says, so, so some people are live streaming on Odyssey right now. If you want to get off of YT, you can head over to Fopeezy. I mean, sorry, you can head over to Odyssey. Fopeezy <laughs> says, <laughs> Here, here's an idea. Maybe we should split the country into 50 sovereign states and a federal mm -hmm. government with specific enumerated powers. That's crazy talk. That's what? Crazy talk. By the way, you can also go to Utreon. I think we're there. And I think they have some kind of chat thing going on over there, too. We haven't set it up. Or maybe we have. I don't know. Beverly can tell me. <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you, everyone, for watching. Uh, <laughs> Joe, Joe Leisure says, it'll never work. Yeah. Well, it works for a couple hundred years, I guess, maybe. or a little bit, a little bit, hundred, hundred something years, maybe kind of works. It works until actually it, it works until some states want to secede and, uh, and you've got the wrong guy in power who decides they can't that it works. That's how long it works. Um, one thing I would do if I was going to redesign the constitution is, is specifically write in an exit clause, like states may secede from this contract. This is how they do it. So there's no question like that's, uh, oh, I know I'm going to do a, uh, a nitpick just, just for those listening. I know it's not everyone secede is different than succeed. Yes. I'm, you're going to drive me batty on Twitter. Stop. Yeah. It's like succeed, people that say succeed two different words. It's like people that say, don't take it for granted. And they spell it like the rock G R A N I T E. Yeah. yeah. It's, I've seen it a lot lately and I've just been like, stop asking about success. <laughs> That's it's, not what you mean. <laughs> Go talk to Tony, Tony Robbins about success. That's not what we're talking about. Um, all right. On that, on that note, uh, or like I have an aunt who used to write me a letter that she went to the school of hard knots. K N O T S. Gene Ellis says <laughs> even Carter is imperfect. <laughs> even Carter is imperfect. Oh shucks. Gene, that's fake news. Um so you know. You know better, Gene. It's fake news. All right, bye everyone. Have okay, a goodbye. Bye, Carter. Have a good one. We'll see you. Oh wait. We're we should be back on our main channel shortly. So like this week, definitely by Friday, but maybe even by tomorrow. So um, yeah. All right. Later. Bye. Thanks for watching. If you're new to the channel, we have a deep content library that includes interviews with everyone from Mike Cernovich to Megan Murphy 
so go check it out. If you'd like to see more, please consider supporting the show by visiting unsafespace.com slash donate. You can find us on all the major social media platforms. Well, mostly. And you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space chat on Telegram. See you there. Warning. This is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production has not been authorized by the Cathedral. The following co-conspirators have been unpersoned and may be subject to federal entrapment. Research shows that wearing a mask significantly reduces the risk of becoming infected with independent thought. The next war will be nothing like Afghanistan. I promise. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.